Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. another week of Gee Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we tell you what to buy next. I am joined today by my friend and our guest, Ariel Calderon. She used to work at BuzzFeed. She was a BuzzFeed writer, and now she works in influencer marketing. You might know her on Instagram. She's at Ariel Says. And uh, Ariel, I've known you for a while. Oh my God. Hi. Yeah, you have, like, like in the most random way. In the most because random way. I feel like we we first met at like an internet meetup somewhere like a brunch or like a happy hour like something really random it was pancakes Um, yeah yeah oh my god yeah it was like by amber it was pancakes it was amber yeah (laughs) so back in the day in 2013 when you know there was like a new I guess I I sometimes look back on it and think about how it was kind of like a new generation of like media people or like internet people we were all kind of in our early 20s yeah or mid-20s and like no one like everyone knew each other from the internet but like no one really knew each other and so like people would just go to Denny's together and meet <laughs> up and like talk about jobs it's so cute oh my god yeah that <laughs> was ever so bizarre. young <laughs> so so yeah I'm such a bizarre time but I loved it um yeah I mean and here we are like seven years later eight years later oh it was definitely before 2013 I think it was 2012 um, just to set the record straight. I'm so happy that you're here with us today. Yes. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. Uh, I've been trying to get you on the books for a while. You were very busy. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to kind of briefly just sort of like remind people that usually when you guys hear these episodes, it's I've recorded them like weeks in advance and especially before I moved, I recorded as many episodes as possible in New York because I wanted to see people face to face and have those conversations. So we are now up against kind of the first time where there's something really big going on in the world. And I have to make that choice of like, do we talk about it? And like, do we not know when this episode is going to go up or, you know what I mean? Or do we ignore it altogether? And I think we're going to try to address it as best as we can. So for posterity, uh-huh. today is March 11th. Um, I guess the things that happened in the news today were that the World Health Organization, the WHO, um, declared coronavirus to be a, like a global pandemic. Yeah. And um, people are practicing social distancing, um, which is sort of impossible in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> I don't definitely. know how. <laughs> I don't know how you maintain six feet from from all the humans around you while they're also maintaining six feet from all the <laughs> humans around them in New York City, but would love to see that in action. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things, but I don't know when we're going to air this. I might air it next Friday, but also like who knows what what life's going to be like next Friday. So, you know, just keep in mind you're listening to this. It's March 11th. We 
don't have all the information that will undoubtedly become available in the next week or so. Right now, we're working with what we have. Um, so it's a there's a little bit of a, ugh, I hate to say it, but a little bit of a cloud over just this kind of idea of like buying things feels weird and frivolous to me right now. Yeah, it's, it's for sure a weird time. And it seems like everybody is losing it. Like Everyone's like, like, I have to buy all of the canned food. I have to buy everything that's non-perishable. Like, toilet paper is selling out. Paper towels are selling out. Like, it's kind of crazy. And I've talked at length about this to some of my friends and my boyfriend. And it's like, you know, I think it's so important to not be alarmist and not bring even more anxiety to the situation. But it's also hard when you're faced with something where, you know, like if everyone's going out and buying toilet paper and you're like, well, what if I am quarantined for two weeks and I don't have any toilet paper and right. there's nothing I can buy because everyone bought stock. Like, like what do they know that I don't know kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And it just, it feels like I'm kind of forced to become alarmist right now. And I really don't want to because it's not good for me or my anxiety. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's good for any of us. And I think you're, you're right. And, and now like living in Los Angeles is such a different um, shopping experience and, and like a different stockpiling experience because I now live in a city where people ostensibly have a little bit more room. It's a big driving city. People can drive to the grocery store and just like, you know, pile up the van. And I've been a part of the, the stocking up, but I've been really trying my best to be mindful yeah. um, of what I'm buying. And I've tweeted a couple of times, like of the things that I've seen at the target I went to. And then I went to Costco like a week and a half ago with when people were just starting to be like, Hmm. And I was talking, I was trying to figure out why people were buying bottled water. I know. I was like, I said this the other day to somebody where I was like, is like New York tap is the best tap. Right. So the like, best. I miss it. <laughs> I'm like, so does that mean we're fine? Like, it's just so strange and bizarre right now. And I mean, someone was saying like, well, if like the workers of like, you know, the right. plants and stuff, if they're sick and they can't maintain like clean water or something. I mean, again, I don't actually know any of this stuff. I'm no, just no, I mean, saying that's, what's on that's my mind. The kind but... of conversation that's been happening. These, those are the same exact things people replied to me with, which was like, yeah. you know, down the line, like the people who work the water might not be able to work and then we won't have the, and it's like, my kind of thought process on this was like, well, that seems kind of far away. I mean, to me, that yeah. seems kind of far away. Or you know what? It did four or five days ago. Like on March 7th, I think, when I like tweeted that, I'll like, I'll fact check myself. But like, yeah. And March 7th, that felt really far away. It's like, what, like that feels like a million miles away to, to get to the point where like the water, also, like if the water is contaminated, like on a, like a national scale, like we are screwed and yeah. 16 bottles of Poland Spring are not going to save you. Um, right. And I think more to the point, I think what, like what I've been, you know, more better writers and more succinct people than I um, have said it, but it's like this idea of community and like being responsible for not only yourself, but the people around you. Mm -hmm. And like, you don't help anybody by going to Costco and buying 900 bottles of water. Yeah. Because there are people who don't have the privilege of, 
you know, mm-hmm. being able to afford 900 bottles of water at one time, being able to like go to Costco and get water. Um, and, and like, if like you, you, like you buying more than your share is like contributing to a shortage, which means that like, once again, our most vulnerable communities and our most like marginalized people are going to bear the the brunt of like that suffering. Yeah. Um, there has been no Purell in the state of California, I think for like a week. Yeah, I haven't seen any. And when I went to, um, there's a place here called Basics Plus. And I, I mean, it's, plus. can you explain Basics too. Plus to the people who don't live in New York? Uh, it's just like you literally, it's like the best of Bed Bath and Beyond, but like mm-hmm. in the cleaning and kitchen way. So mm-hmm. it's not like you're going to find any furniture, but it's just like they have everything that you need in terms of like, the essentials you would need in your kitchen or like cleaning supplies or mm-hmm. you can buy like stools and laundry stuff and whatever. So it kind of feels just... like the beyond part of bed, bath and beyond. It's <laughs> yeah. like you can't buy a bath. Like there is some shower stuff. Like this is the beyond. It's like yeah. buy your scale, buy all of your like food, like sporks, buy some fun tablecloths. Yeah. And like it is for sure overpriced. Like it's always mm-hmm. been overpriced, but I still love it. Um, but I went the other day, um, like by the off chance being like, maybe I should just grab some like toilet paper, whatever it was I was looking for. And they had masks and I was like, oh, I mean, I guess I should just get like a pack in case. Why not? If they're here and she rang it up and it was a hundred dollars. And I was like, get that the fuck off of my list. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I was like, there's no way I'm paying a hundred dollars for this like it doesn't even actually prevent anything from happening to me it's just like protecting other people from me and I was like there's just no there's not this is not an opportunity to price gouge like Amazon's doing it too I saw it sucks so I will say the Amazon thing I have a friend who works at Amazon Mm. and she was saying that like you know Purell and masks and all of this stuff is sold out at all of Amazon's like major retailers mm-hmm. but the, so now everything that's being price gouged is people who are reselling right. so it's not I, don't, I mean they must have some control over it but it's not like Amazon corporate that's raising the prices I guess it's just the reseller oh, yeah I believe that but I, I mean I don't know how well, no no I no, I think you're right I mean I've heard that too and also like if you even troll Trawl, the word is trawl. If if you trawl like the Facebook marketplace, there are people like selling pure like a half used bottle of Purell for like money. And it's like it's unfair to say like, oh, a half used bottle of Purell is going for like $98 because in order for it to go for $98, someone would have to buy it for $98. But it is very strange to see people try to take advantage. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Yesterday I was in Target because actually one of our one of my listeners Um, and I wish I could go into my phone and find her username, but she was like, oh, you can make, um, you know, hand sanitizer out of aloe and rubbing alcohol. And I was like, well, that's interesting. And like kind of a fun DIY project that will like take my mind off of things for a little bit. Like I'll make it a fun trip and I'll go to Target. And so I was like very excited. I don't know why I thought that like I would turn a corner and be faced with like a wall to wall of rubbing alcohol that no Uh, one was buying. Um, But I went to Target yesterday. So March 10th and I was like, I found the aloe. Great. And I turned the corner and um, it's the hydrogen peroxide or whatever rubbing alcohol, 
aisle and the target employee had just like restocked and there were people literally waiting and a man just like grabbed all 25 bottles, put Mm. them in his cart and walked away. And people were like, uh, like dumbfounded. And they hadn't, I don't know if they're doing it yet. I don't know if anything has changed by the time this podcast airs, but at the time at March 10th, Target on March 10th, Target wasn't limiting, limiting, you know, rubbing alcohol the way they were, they're limiting Clorox wipes and hand hand sanitizer in its, uh, in its pure form. And I was pissed because not only did my craft project get ruined, (laughs) but it just felt gross. You know, at first I was like, it's like you kind of see the worst of humanity come out in crisis like this. And it's really, really upsetting. You see the best and the worst. I always think that, you know, Mr. Rogers quote that everyone likes to pull out during tragedy. That's like, look for the helpers, but you can also look for the people who are buying 25 jugs of uh, rubbing alcohol and think that like, you know, that sucks. Uh, First, my initial reaction was like, oh, you know, no one needs that many bottles. And like, you are no safer when you're, you know, hoarding dusty bottles in your basement. And then someone pointed out to me, like, they're probably set like reselling them. Oh, right. And I was like, wow, gross. Like people are gross. Like, you know what? It's like, this is the intersection of the hustle and the things that we force people to do in this country to make a buck. Um, and, and like just pure, like, I don't know, evil behavior, (laughs) but I mean, like, I, I can't blame anybody who sees a business opportunity here, you know, unless it's like a billionaire who doesn't need more money, but like, maybe there's somebody who's like, okay, like I got to feed my family. Like, what can I do? You know? Uh, and like it, there's so many layers to it and there's so many things to think about, but it is, um, it's so weird to see. Uh, so, you know, we've all been washing our hands. <laughs> um, sure apparently, have. like, have you noticed that, like, men are just learning about moisturizer? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, but okay. I believe it. <laughs> well, you'll notice it now because I've told you. It's like when someone's like, I never see red Jeeps anymore. It's like all you see. There's been so many tweets from the men being like, has anyone noticed how dry your hands are after you wash them so much? And all these women are like, hi, like, welcome to... <laughs> Uh, hygiene we actually wash our hands after leaving the boy the the toilet in the bathroom like, very strange very strange thing okay. and I'm like you guys are really willing to tweet this publicly interesting interesting okay um and I just found this message from a, a woman who um follows the podcast and the other day again a lifetime ago five days ago I posted a um you know a little excerpt from Helen Rossner's article in the New Yorker about like being a good community member and like not hoarding supplies. And I highlighted a part that said like those of us who are in general good health should refrain from hoarding masks and other resources that are more vital to those urgently in need of care. And she responded and she said, yes, please. I'm a nurse and someone stole all of the masks from our floor at the hospital. So we have to try and restock. We have COVID-19 at our hospital and we won't have proper protection. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, my my friend is um, a physician assistant at New York Presbyterian, and she works in the ER department. And she said that they all have to like hide the masks now because people are trying to steal them. Oh, I mean, I I like I get the panic. I get the like every man from himself. But like you said earlier, I don't think it. I don't think the masks help unless 
you're like a doctor, like up in the face of someone with it. But I don't know. This is why I didn't get my med degree. Well, that, <laughs> that and other things, I guess. Um, yeah. But I know that you, so you text or you emailed me this morning with your product. And actually I took a screenshot when you Instagrammed about it the other day. And of oh, course, it- <laughs> I should have known it's probably sold out from here to forever. But yeah. one thing I think people are forgetting uh, in terms of like things that are germ carriers are, tell us. Our phones. Mm-hmm. Our phones are disgusting. They're <laughs> probably so gross. Like, you know, especially men, when they're going to the bathroom to take a dump, they're for sure looking <laughs> at their phone. Let's not even you know what? go there. You know what? Women I, do it too. I do it too. <laughs> exactly. To it's like, that's right. Everyone, I think we all do. Exactly. Everyone does it. Everyone's so concerned about washing their hands and then they touch their phone and it's like, your phone is disgusting. It's full of all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think that um, that realization really hit me. <laughs> and it's funny because, okay, so the product, can I like start talking about yes, it? Yes, I want, like, I cool. like lay it on me. All right. So um, the product that I chose is called phone soap and the the entire concept of phone soap it's like a a little box essentially that has a uv light and you put your phone in it you close it leave it there for like 10 minutes the light will turn off when it's ready and it it has killed 99% of the bacteria on your phone so oh. i i actually got this as a gift like i got two of them as a gift forever ago um And it was, I don't know, probably in like September or something like that, that this company had sent this to me. And I mean, like if you work in media too, you know that like you often just get a lot of free stuff to try out to review or whatever. So I got this product and I just never opened it. And I don't know why, like it was right there. I just put it in my closet, never thought about it again Um, until of course all of this started happening. And I like was moving something the other day in my closet and then I saw the package and I was like, Oh my God, why haven't I used this? Wow. So then like, what, yeah, a, I what a treat. Out. I love I that. Know, what a treat. During, what a treat. Year. So I, um, I just went in my closet and I opened it up and it was, it's so easy. It's like you literally just plug it into the wall and plug the other part into the device. And like, that's it. And it can also charge your phone while it's cleaning. Um, You can, I haven't done it yet, which actually I need to, but you can also put like your keys in it. Wait, you haven't cleaned your phone yet or you haven't charged it? No, I mean, I haven't tried um, the keys yet. Oh, I was like, you can use it now. I'm like, I don't know what you're waiting for. (laughs) (laughs) I for sure used it. I use it it every day. So like I said, they sent me two for some reason. Um, so I brought one to the office and like now everyone uses it at the office and like, Oh, that's so cool. So it's like, it's not, is it necessary? Is it not necessarily something that you're like, Oh, I put this in my bag. Like now you guys have like a communal. Yeah. yeah. So is I, that, is that clean? So it's kind of big. So like okay. you wouldn't, I don't think you would want to carry it with you every day, which is why I just have one like stationed at home. And then I brought one to work. And just have it stationed at work and everyone uses it. So when you, when you put your phone in, um, like I said, it takes about 10 minutes. And -hmm. then when you take it out. So also when you put it in, it's like on top of the case, like a little lightning 
bolt thing, like the light will turn on and that means it's, it's like doing its thing. Cool. And then when the light turns off, that means your phone's ready. So when take? like about 10 minutes. Um, so then when you take your phone out and you close it, the light will turn back on because it's like self cleaning again before someone else puts something else in. So, so it basically cleans your phone, cleans itself, and then it's ready for another phone. Yeah. I mean, if you want, like, how does it clean though? What's like, how does it do the job? So from what I understand, it's just like the light, like the UV sanitizer light inside is like working to just like kill all of the bacteria. Okay. Like it's not like you get your phone out and you're like, wow, this looks sparkling clean. Like it's not like that. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it's like the invisible. It's like, right, okay. Yeah. So like if you were to go on the website, like phonesoap.com, like they have an example where they show um, a Petri dish and it has oh, like God. a before and after and it uh-huh. literally looks disgusting. Um, you could just be like, I don't even want to, I don't know. (laughs) This is the kind of thing that like, if you had brought this like four weeks ago, I would have been like, okay, like you seem sort of paranoid. Like I'm sure everything's fine. But now I'm like, I would die for phone soap. Like like my kingdom for phone soap. It's like now the time. Obvious. I'm looking at the website right now um, because I'm like, okay, well, I guess it feels inevitable that I'm going to have to purchase one of these for my home and whatever. But it says at the top, like very clearly due to increased demand, the option to pre-order will be available for some products that are out of stock order today to keep your place in line. First of all, I have to imagine these founders are like having a great month all considering. Oh, Um, for sure. And it's what it's like, I see that there's like different kinds. And do you know anything about like, what is different about all these there's so many different ones yeah I mean the one that they had sent me I'm assuming it was just the most like um advanced at the time Mm. because it was like quite a while ago I know like some of them are more for like on the go so I'm assuming they're smaller there's some that are um a lot bigger so I guess like if you needed to put more in there or like I don't know if you put your laptop or something but um yeah, I, like, I'm not quite sure what the, like, actual differences is, but this one, like, seems fine to me, and it's, I don't know if it's the cheapest one, but it seems like it's the cheapest one, so. Yeah, it's, um, like, 80 bucks. I'm literally ordering one as we talk, because there's, like, there's, like, <laughs> n- none of the cool colors are left, but it says this thing will ship on April 15th, and so, like, yeah. worst case scenario is that I'm, like, less paranoid then, but still feels like something we... Like, it's good that it's, like, calling attention to this, like, very gross and universal issue that all of us yeah. have because we all have phones. Yeah. I can't I mean, even believe just, this exists. I know. It's, like, crazy that this – I don't know exactly when this company started, but it, it's crazy that this has just been here the whole time, but I did not know yeah. at all. And it didn't, um, like, mean anything to you because, like – Oh, okay. Wait. So I'm reading it now. So the phone soap pro, hmm. um, it has twice the bulbs. So the amount of time is less. So it Got only it. takes five minutes as opposed to 10 minutes, but it's I was like, gonna say it's like, cleaner. like the, the regular phone soap is like, we'll get it half clean for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, no. <laughs> okay. So five minutes instead of 10 minutes. I feel like I can give up 10 minutes and save myself some money, but you know, whatever. Oh, you for sure can. I mean, even us at work, like we just, 
again, just put it in there and we're like working on our laptop. So we're not even thinking about the phone. And then yeah, someone's like, I want to use it now. And you're like, oh yeah, I'm already done. Like it's just been sitting there an extra five minutes. So isn't it amazing that like in our lifetime, we went from sort of thinking it was normal to have to wait like 47 minutes to download one song on LimeWire or Napster. And now we're like, is 10 minutes too long to put my phone inside this thing? Like, yeah. can I put my phone down for 10 minutes? Yeah. Hmm, maybe this will make me think about a lot of stuff. So, I mean, this is, it's pricey. Like I get it. Like it works and I'm going to buy it and it's $80, which feels like that would be a really big splurge. I think for some people, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe I, not right now. I feel like I was going to say, like, I don't think right now. I think right. right now anyone would be like, sign me up. Totally. And I think that's probably what we have to thank for the demand. But yeah. are there like, are there like other ways we can be like cleaning? I know you're not the expert and I didn't ask you to come prepared with this, but I'm just like shooting the, shooting the ish. Are there yeah. other ways we should be cleaning our phone? Like, how are we supposed to be cleaning our phones in general? Well, it does like if you scroll down to the um, all the way to the bottom, it also shows you like three Petri dishes of one that's like the dirty mobile phone, one that they cleaned with alcohol and then one that they cleaned with phone soap. Mm -hmm. Phone soap is still better, but I'm assuming that alcohol is for sure a choice. So again, if like someone's not buying 25 bottles of it, um, that's probably good. I mean, wiping it down with a Lysol wipe if you have one. Um, that's probably good too. Like there really, we should be cleaning a lot more than we're thinking with lots of stuff. Like I know someone who, um, like her family member is a nurse or something. And also mentioned that we should all be cleaning the bottom of our shoes and like not stepping in our house with them. Like we should clean them and put them away immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's just carrying in more germs. (laughs) Like I'm sure there's just so many things going on, you know? And it's like, unfortunately, like, you know, stuff like this, like even this isn't going to, it's not going to prevent coronavirus. Like we can't think that way either, but it's, it's nice to have that reassurance of like, at least I'm doing what I can to sanitize myself or to just make my life cleaner. And I mean, really, this is good coronavirus or not. Like we really should be cleaning our phones more because it is just like a vessel of germs and we never think about it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but if you have a Lysol wipe, like Ooh. it's got to help something. Yeah. I think, I mean, like, I don't want to think of myself as like a dirty person, but it's always, I mean, I don't, I haven't experienced anything like this in my life, but, um, there is always a, you know, you step back and you're like, oh geez. Like I, I'm very, and there's also certain like clean, um, habits that we like really stick to. And then I ignore other ones completely that are like just as as bad like I like would never ever put a suitcase on a bed like not in my wildest <laughs> dreams would I ever put a suitcase on the bed and then but then I'm like but I would go out and work all day in New York and sit on the subway and like go to a restaurant or whatever and then come down, come home and lay on my bed <laughs> like with my clothes on um, right right which is probably grosser uh but I just think it's like these weird little things where we're like Oh, like that's like, here's the thing I'd never do. But like, like you just said, like, obviously we shouldn't be wearing our shoes inside the house, but I haven't even thought of that. Yeah. I mean, I think like for, you know, in this household, I live with a Chinese man, which that's a whole other thing right now too. Is like, I'm just scared for like his safety in terms of racism. 
Um, but like yeah. in Chinese culture, like they do not wear shoes inside the house. Like yeah, they take I them was, off immediately. I was just going to say, so. this is like, and like they're like white people are like late to this party. Like, oh, like yeah. all of my friends who are like not white are like, cannot believe I would wear my shoes inside the house. Yeah. I think there was a part of my episode with Hitha Palapu um, mm-hmm. that we ended up cutting just for time. But it was like about how like she, so she's Indian and her husband's Indian. And she was like, I would like no shoes ever in the house and I was like I want to I want to adopt this way of thinking because it seems so obvious and yet there are kind of times where you just walk through the door and then like you're just in your house yeah germs everywhere um have you seen anybody in the I like like I, I don't wish I was in New York for this but I like I like know how to live in New York whereas like I don't really understand how to live in Los Angeles yet do you know what I mean so I feel like yeah. navigating this kind of thing in New York might even feel a little bit more comfortable for me because it, it's home but yeah. like have you seen anything truly wild in New York yet in terms of people like do people get on the subway wearing like is, are people wearing masks all the time like are people wearing like hazmat suits like what's going on <laughs> haven't seen any hazmat suits um are I've you working from home right now yeah okay so I'm working from home today um they sent an email yesterday to the whole office saying that they're doing like a test of everyone working remote today. Um, But we haven't heard anything about tomorrow or the day after. So Uh I'm just like not sure what's really going on now. But Uh I would say like there are people wearing masks, but definitely not at like an alarming rate. Like it's like maybe I see like one to two every subway ride I'm on, you know, like it's not Uh actually a lot. Uh Um, I will say what I have noticed more is like, if people can avoid it, they're not touching the poles. Um, a lot of people are subway surfing right now. Um, especially <laughs> so because funny. I know sometimes more dangerous, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably, but <laughs> I think like, you know, like leaning against it as opposed to like touching the pole with mm-hmm. your hands, like people are avoiding that. Um, but I haven't really seen people wearing like gloves or, any anything too extreme um it's more just like you can feel the panic from everyone mm-hmm. like it's you know there are a lot of companies that are now being forced to work remote and have stopped all travel and all of these things um you know it, it I don't know it's just very bizarre well I'm going to take a quick break and we will return momentarily Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Okay, and we're back. Um, so. It's funny because, like, subways are gross uh, in general. Uh, (laughs) I remember a a great moment, you know, like, it's like one of those, like, New York moments where, like, New York, New York starts playing in your head. But it's, like, as a joke because I was, like, on the F train and I was, like, we all, like, if you're not, if you're not from New York, there's a, there's a rule that all New Yorkers follow, which is when the subway pulls in and it's a busy time, 
if the train car looks empty, there is a reason. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you, and you try and you try to avoid that car. And, and that's because, and also like the, the bar is kind of pretty high, like, and, and that sort of leads me into my story, which is I went into a train car that was not empty and found myself sitting across from, from someone who had projectile vomited, like all over <laughs> the floor and people were still in the car. And so for like the first 30 seconds, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I got a seat. Like it's 545 and I got a seat. Like I'm living large. And I like look up and I saw what I saw and I just hear like Frank Sinatra in my head. It's like, yeah, baby, like you've made it. Um, so like to to so you know when you see an empty car a subway car in New York that like what is happening on that subway car is worse than projectile vomit because right. people were still on this car um but it's so it's so i bet new york is as clean as it's ever been this week i, I bet mean, the whole country is yeah. i mean these clorox is gone like purell is i hope people are just bathing in it like i don't know these shelves are always stocked and now they're empty. And I hope yeah. that like it helps. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's truly crazy. Like I just cannot fathom how mm. we got here. Yeah. And <laughs> this is a thing that we're dealing with. Um, what has like, Jason's I mean, experience been so far? Like, has he like, what, how is he feeling about this? I mean, like to him, it's really, obviously it's very disappointing and, he's experienced like his you know level of racism from other people like it happens mm -hmm. but I think like he honestly is really upset that um Chinatown is losing businesses so um, true. Yeah, because everyone's scared to eat there and it's like mm -hmm. it's just so ignorant and oh. racist to do that it's like they don't all have coronavirus. Like, everyone doesn't have coronavirus in Chinatown because, like, it's Chinese. Like, that's yes. just stupid. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like white people traveling from, like, Italy could have it. Like, there's just, there's no, there's no real, you know, there's no real way to know if a person has it or not. But to, like, think that you have to avoid a certain area and, like, certain foods because of this is so stupid. Yeah. And, um. It's like it it actually like really infuriates him because like, you know, this is he loves Chinese food. He loves the feeling of going to Chinatown. And so do I. And like yeah. we've been doing what we can. Like we go every weekend now to like go eat there because we want to support. And oh. it's just really it's sad. Um, you know, if he <laughs> these days, if he coughs at all, people look at him like he's a disease. So that's, that's fun. Insane. Yeah. He we said that he was like. Cough. Yeah. He said he was at a movie theater and he coughed like once and a like woman just like ran away from him essentially. <laughs> it's like, oh okay. That's cool. I mean, look, like I, I hate to be like, I almost, I almost like opened my mouth to be like, everyone should go to their Chinatown. Like you should, if the day that you are listening to this podcast, there is no reason not to. Um, right. please, my, my advice does not overrule anything that happens in the next couple of weeks in terms of what the rules are. But like, yeah. as of right now, like if you're going out to eat anyway, like everyone should be sort of, I mean, my opinion is that like every day I sort of wake up a little bit more convinced that I should be doing like a little bit of a self quarantine. Um, yeah. And like just trying to leave my house as little as possible, which luckily in Los Angeles is kind of easy. No one leaves their house anyway. And I work from home <laughs> and I have, I am lucky enough to have a backyard so I can like go outside 
And if I were still in New York where I didn't have outdoor space, like in order to get fresh air, I would have to be in the presence of other people. Um, And I get that. Like, that's my privilege. But, you know, if you're still choosing to to go go out out to dinner, then there's no reason why you shouldn't go to Chinatown. Like, there's literally no reason like go you know what you want to go to mcdonald's that's like the same thing as going to that five-star restaurant over there as going to this dim sum place over there like you the the odds are not in your favor no matter where you eat and it has nothing to do with where you eat um so true it's really sad to hear that yeah and like these reports of chinatown losing businesses this was like i don't know three weeks ago that this started and it's like it wasn't even a thing here you know, like a month ago or, you know, whatever it was right. by now. Um, at the time that that we saw reports of businesses going so down, it, it definitely wasn't a big concern here. Yeah. yeah. So it's just really like sad and upsetting that like that's the what it is right out. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ugh, you know, and there's been reports of like in San Francisco, like that some old guy, like an old Chinese man, like he got attacked by a group of people because they thought he had coronavirus or like whatever it is like it's just so upsetting to see it um and to hear the stories about it and I mean it makes me concerned for Jason's safety because the last thing I want is like you know for him to go somewhere or travel somewhere and people give him a look or treat him a different way or you know and it's it's just really bad. And we have a friend who does a lot of work um, in Israel. And she was saying that when she went to Israel, that um, cabs were refusing her and Ubers were refusing her and people like we just wanted to stay far away from her. Like it, it was crazy. And this was like a month ago. That makes me really sad. I mean, and a month ago, meaning that mid-February. Yeah. I mean, this hadn't even really become a thing and it also it doesn't matter it shouldn't be a thing today tomorrow next week it's not a thing yeah. um there are cases of coronavirus coming in from all over the globe it has nothing to do um with being chinese and that sucks it sucks that like gives me such you know little hope for you know this idea of like being in a, I mean, we are not in a post anything world in 2020, but I would just hope that people were smarter and more compassionate. Yeah. And it's like gross. Right. It's like and, now is not the time to lose your humanity, like your humanity, right. you know? Right. Think of others, like just like little gestures matter. And I know like, I'm usually not this earnest, but I just feel like, you know what? Like, what are you going to do? You know, check on your neighbors, like check on your parents. That's another thing too. I don't know what your experience is um, with your mom, but like. She's freaking out. Okay. Well, she's the only one because all the boomers I know don't care. <laughs> like all the boomers I know are like, it's fine. It'll be fine. And like, I've talked to so many people who are like, it has been a weird out of body experience to have to be the one that's like yelling at my parents. Yeah. Um, my yeah. parents listen to this podcast and um I'm going to, I'm going to put them on blast just a second because the the joke that my mom made was really funny, but I'm on the phone with my mom yesterday, March 10th. I'm like in the target, the 25 tubs of rubbing alcohol have just left the shelf. And I'm just like walking around being like, uh, do I need like mac and cheese? Turns out I did. Um, and (laughs) I, I'm on the phone with my mom and I'm like, okay, so, so like for context, 
New Rochelle, which is in Lower Westchester, is yeah. like I think the first place in the states that has been kind of like locked down. Yeah. Um, and Qu- Governor Cuomo deployed the National Guard. Yeah. My parents live like 15 minutes away. <laughs> yeah. And I'm talking to my mom and I'm like, so like, you know, did you like what kind of supplies did you get? Like what kind of food did you get? She's like, oh, I think we're fine. And I'm like, mom, what? <laughs> mom, like what? And she's like, let me see. And she, I can hear her like opening the pantry door. She's like, can of tuna. Oh my okay, God. I have a, I think I have a, oh, yep. One can of soup. Uh, you have a box of pasta, and I'm like, oh my god, like get to the store. And people at Target are like looking at me because I'm like walking around like on my phone screaming like mom. Um, but I was like, buy <laughs> like what the worst thing that happens is that like you have some more food in the house. You know what I mean? And yeah. I convinced her to get to the store, and she like was like, I'm gonna actually. She actually like, took it and ran with it, and she's like, I'm gonna go buy three pizzas and freeze them. And I was like, sounds great. Please just go get food. Like I don't like, care. What literally get anything. And my parents are like like a lot of our parents. I think like a lot of like 20, 30, 40 year olds. Like our parents are in our, their 60s and 70s. My parents are in their 60s, and. My mom goes, we're looking, dad's looking at cheap tickets for Hamilton. <laughs> and I'm oh like, I'm like, no, 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 no. The point <laughs> is that you don't go into the city and sit in the theater to see Hamilton. And I said to my mom jokingly, I mean, I was basically not joking at this point, but I was like, mom, like if you guys die because you decided to go see Hades town on Broadway in the middle of like a pandemic, I'm not coming to your funeral. And I'm also not paying to bury you. And my oh mom goes, my, my mom goes, Caroline, don't be an idiot we have already seen Hades town oh <laughs> my I, god and I was like you know what <laughs> I stand by my I stand by my declaration but I got her to go to the store and I asked other people if they were if they were having issues with their parents and like a bunch of people were like my mom like is still going on her cruise which by the way not okay um oh I don't that's know. like the last thing I want to do is a cruise that's the last thing I want to do no matter it's what my nightmare to be like quarantine on a cruise 1000 percent. but I think it's funny and I tweeted something about how like my working theory is that like like fewer millennials are having kids so fewer boomers or grandparents and I think that like that elderly sort of messaging um that's going out about like who needs to be taking care of themselves yeah. Uh, is not resonating with our parents. They don't feel old. Um, yeah. And they don't, because they're not grandparents and they think of elderly as grandparents. And so somehow it's still our fault that they're at risk because <laughs> we haven't had babies. But like, it it was mind boggling. I felt like I was having like a freaky Friday, like yeah. yelling at my mom and Target. Um, oh I don't know. So your mom is freaking out. Yeah, well, okay, so, like, Jason's parents seem chill. Like, they don't seem like they're... Where do they live? Freaking out. They live in Vancouver, in Canada. Okay. Well, Canada, well, they can they can go to the doctor whenever they need to. That's why they're not freaking out. Correct. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so we mom, have that under... That's just, we're all understanding that. They have good Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, my mom is absolutely losing her shit. She went to Costco, like, two weeks ago, bought $500 worth of food. Like, she's she is that person who okay. is freaking out like <laughs> I mean she's you know she's, this, that's just tiff this is what tiff does uh, <laughs> it's classic tiff it's class it is classic <laughs> tiff so it doesn't surprise me at all and like she sent me masks and you know she's 
wow. checking in on me and like texting me like, don't go to Westchester. And I'm like, I have no That's reason right. to go to Westchester. That's right, mom. <laughs> mom, are you listening? Be more like Tiff. Let's get, <laughs> let's get our, let's get our, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Let's be more like Tiff, mom. Okay. Let's, yeah. let's look around us. Um, well, that, and where does your mom live? Florida. Florida. We're in Florida. Um, she's like, oh, wait, she just moved. So she's in, um, oh my God, what the hell is it called? St. Augustine area. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, at least she has so. good weather. I feel like people are, <laughs> are sort of like, think like no one knows how to prepare for anything other than like bad weather. So everyone's like, just yeah. like, like water, like electricity, but it's like, buy some pizza. I mean, like my mom did buy some frozen pizza. Yeah. Um, that's really funny. It's, I'm glad that your mom is, is prepared. The Costco, I, I feel like I can hang with a Costco mom. I love Costco. <laughs> and then we can talk about Cole's cash. Moms love Cole's cash. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Well, so I'm so, so happy about the phone soap. I ordered one while we were on the phone. Um, and then yeah. I, and then I ordered another one in a totally separate order because I was like, it would be smart to have one. Like if in case, who knows where we'll be in a month. Like maybe I can yeah. give this to somebody or maybe I can make it like a communal phone soap in like wherever I, I am. <laughs> but, right. I feel like everyone should Google Ariel. Um, and, <laughs> and her Instagram is like, I don't know, you just have the best. I'm, I'm always like screenshotting stuff from you. Um, and I also want you to like tell me the next time you go on vacation or whatever. And then I'm going to like break into your house and like steal all your clothes. Cool. Um, Great. But it has been, uh, I feel like we had, we just had like a really nice, enlightening, therapeutic conversation. That's like what I always strive for. I That's love great. a good therapy session. Usually I'm like, let's go shopping. But today I feel a little bit more reflective on <laughs> your choices. Um, the last thing I want to ask you and see if you have any input on is I pulled some of the, the whoever was looking at my stories on Instagram yesterday on the, on, um, the G thanks Instagram about like how we could mobilize all of us together and sort of like do something for some organization or program. And I was wondering if you knew or had any ideas of like who was most in need. My initial thought was to raise some money for like a food bank um, situation, because I think that food banks and food pantries are going to be uh, trafficked a lot more than usual right now. And they need resources. And I know that like dropping off, like donating money is actually better than donating food itself because the people in charge of the money can, can like get better deals than we can. Yeah. Um, But do you have any idea of like where, where things are needed? Like what we should be doing is, is it as small as like, you know, supporting our small businesses and making sure that we are checking in on neighbors? Like what, what do you think? Like, where can we like leave this? Like, how can we all go out into the world and do something good? You know, I mean, um, if you're already going out to dinner, go to Chinatown or support a Chinese restaurant that's not getting any love. Um, You know, I saw like a tweet actually, I think it was today and it really kind of stuck with me, but it was kind of just America in a nutshell of, you know, the parents who don't want the schools to close right now because they're afraid that they won't have the money to actually get them the free meals that they normally would get at school. And like, they don't have the time and the resources to take care of the kids um, without the schools. And like, that's just so upsetting to even think about is like, you know, I like, I don't really know what that means then of like what the next step is, but 
it just highlights all the ways in which so many of our systems are totally dismantled and broken, or if them being broken was the point, yeah. you know, it highlights that it's really, I get that. That's scary. And to be a parent who has to choose between being like, okay, well, in one way, the safest thing is for my child to not be in school. And in another way, the safest thing is for my child to be in school. Like that's heartbreaking. Yeah, exactly. So what, 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 I guess we can look into that too. Like how to support those communities. Yeah. There's also really like, um, I know. I mean, I was like brainstorming. I'm not, I'm trying not to quiz you or whatever, but I was also going to say there's probably a bunch of donors choose classrooms where teachers are trying to get some stuff. And that's another thing that's broken is that like, why are teachers fundraising for resources when we spend billions on war every year, but that's another podcast altogether. Um, (laughs) No, this has been illuminating in so many more ways than just the way in which I'm looking at this bacteria photo of all the shit. Um, And I'm really (laughs) excited for my phone soap to come in a month. (laughs) Um, It will still need to be cleaned. Even if, if, even if this nightmare is ended, my phone will still need to be cleaned, and so will yours. So we will link um, to uh, Ariel's link for phone soap. We will link to all the different ways that you can kind of get involved um, in the major cities around the country and, and like, you know, different organizations that need us and need support. And especially just like even something as small as, you know, picking up an order from a Chinese restaurant, going down to Chinatown, like, you know, showing up for your neighbors. Like we are not just random balls bouncing around a room like unrelated to each other, you know, uh, and a virus is the easiest way to see that. Um, so this was great. And I hope that um, my, my goal will be to push this out as soon as possible because I think it's something that people should hear Yeah, and know about phone soap sooner (laughs) sooner rather than later. Um, if you have found rubbing alcohol in your target, please let me know. Um, and I also wanted to, remind people, I just remembered this, that I finally set up a phone number for um, the G Thanks uh, podcast. So you can call and give me your recommendations, ask questions, just say hi. The number is 424-245-0736. And it's my personal goal to memorize that phone number at some point. Um, And I would love it if you called. It's just an answering machine. I'm not picking up the phone. You don't have to be shy. It's totally fine. Uh, and I really look forward to hearing from you. Ariel, thank you so much for coming and for sharing phone soap with us. And keep us posted on, uh, on like the, well, keep me posted on what's going on in New York. And um, I hope we can have you back. And, and maybe when, when we have you back, we can do more laughing and less like being sad. <laughs> yeah, maybe like more uh, happy therapeutic than <laughs> reflective, right, therapeutic. reflective therapeutic. Yes, send my best to Tiff loving her plan (laughs) would love her to email my mom if she gets a chance uh everyone thank you so much for listening we will see you next week with another episode of g thanks just bought it